success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast and in the studio we have with us the amazing Liza Lomax. Liza is the owner of Love Your Body Coaching. She is a life coach who specializes in body image coaching. She helps women who have yo-yoed with their weight, who have tried every diet fad and are still not happy with their reflection in the mirror. She helps them eliminate their negative self-talk so they feel beautiful and confident. Welcome, Liza. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy Oh my gosh, I'm so excited <laughs> to have you with us today to talk about how to love yourself in the mirror. Yes. Girl, can we talk? Oh my gosh. So yes, yeah, so super excited uh, just to even get to know you more and to share you with our listeners. And so let's talk about you, about Liza, about right. who you are, uh, where you come from. How did you get where you are today? Oh goodness. Do you have a couple hours? <laughs> I do. <laughs> So me, uh, yes, I'm a body image coach. So what is that? So I help women go from self-loathing to self-loving. Um, a quick, very summary before I get into any stories or anything like that is I can take you from uh, to look at yourself in the mirror naked and completely, madly, truly, deeply accept yourself. To love yourself, the reflection in the mirror no imperfections. We know as women, as we, we wake up in the morning, we go to the mirror and that's all we see is imperfections. All we see are the little, these little things that we nitpick at. And, um, it constantly, it overloads us all the time. We're constantly, constantly thinking that we have to look a certain way and dress a certain way and be in a certain way and act a certain way. And, um, so taking you from that, that self-loathing aspect of seeing yourself naked in the mirror, that one, they're like, oh my gosh, I can never do to saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe that is me in the mirror. That sexy, confident, beautiful woman, that Renaissance goddess that's staring back at me. Um, in fact, that was, that, that was kind of one of a story that I had of myself a couple, a uh, couple days ago, I actually had taken a shower and I actually got uh, was sitting on the bed and there's a mirror across from me. And I was actually looking at the mirror and instead of, you know, of course, you know, I, I ha it was a lot of work I did on my own self, but it's like, I could easily look at myself in the mirror and be like, ah, oh, you know, I'm not quite sure what that reflection is. Instead, I actually looked in the mirror and the first thought that came to my head was, wow, I look like one of those Renaissance paintings. I was like, I look like one of those women that are like all sprawled out, all beautiful and gorgeous. <laughs> You are, you Thank are you. for real. I love that. The Renaissance goddess. It was, right. I was just like, wow, that's, 
that's so I've, I've never thought of myself of that as that before, but that was the first thing that first thought that came to my mind. So it's like, okay, how can I take that and have women actually be able to get women to actually look at themselves like that? You know, how I, I see myself in the mirror, how can I take that story? You know, I'll share that story with other people and say, Hey, I used to be able, I used to look in the mirror and be like, I hated myself. And now I go to the mirror and I say, wow, I look like a Renaissance goddess. Who doesn't want to look like that? That's right. That's right. I think everyone does, but right. a lot of people won't admit that, right? right? Because then they're falling short and, and as the way they feel. Uh, so tell us how you got there. Oh, goodness. It was a lot of work, a lot of years. Um, I came from a family that... Um, we had love to a certain extent. There was always like, um, there was always something that came with it. Like, I'll give you some love, but you have to do X, Y, and Z. Um, I will do this for you, but you have to do this. Um, and it wasn't, I can't blame, I can't fault the, you know, my, my, my mother and my stepfather, I can't fault them because that's the way they were raised. And that's, you know, that's the environment they grew up in. And that was the only way that they could raise another, raise another child. And, but, you know, right away when we're as children, when we're told we can't do this, we can't do that. We have to do this. We can't dress like this. We can't act like this. We have to say this, be seen and not heard. I'll give you something to cry about. There's just all these things that we're told as children over and over again, and it sticks with us and it sticks in our heads. And then, you know, as children, we try to fix them. We try to fix all these things. And when we can't fix them, they go, it goes into our, we're in, we go into our adulthood where we're completely messed up in our heads, you know, have the comparison circle and, and hate what we look like in the mirror. And I can't be a speaker. I can't be a writer. I can't do all these. We have all these, I can't, I can't, I can't because I'm not good enough. I'm not special enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not beautiful enough. And, you know, that's where that not good enough story starts is from your childhood. So as a, as a child, I... I had that not good enough story. I, I'm, you know, I looked up to a person that I thought was my mother as I really saw her as my big sister because it seemed like there was a lot of things in the life. My perception of my reality was that we competed for everything. We were constant, constant competition. Um, you know, I, I did a lot of acting as I was, as a kid, I did 15 years of theater acting, which had its positives and its negatives. Positives was it made me get out of my shell. I'm able to speak in front of thousands of people. I'm able to get up on stage and, and play a part and, and uh, be a role. However, that had a negative effect because a lot of my life, I was able to put on those roles. I was able to put on that mask and be a completely different person for somebody. So I was never my authentic self. And so growing up, I, there was so many things that I had to be perfect about. I had to dress a certain way and I had to be a certain way and I had to act a certain way. And there were many things that I was in the closet for myself. I was, you know, I had these spiritual gifts that nobody knew about. Um, I've, you know, I've been able to see people that have crossed over since I was five years old. Um, I've, I have these, these abilities where I'm empathic and I'm intuitive and I just know things when they're going to happen. I just know them. You know, and then I realized at 10 years old that I was gay and I had no idea what that was. I had nobody in my life, no, no support, no nothing. And here I'm, I'm come from a very religious household where those two things are like, no, no, no. Like you're like pounded in you. Like, no, those are the devil. That's evil. You have to just, you know, get rid of that. It's like, well, how do you get rid of those things? So 
so much of this culmination of different things, being a competitor and, and, and being in the limelight and, and having to be a certain way and act a certain way, it, it caused so many, so many emotional, spiritual, physical, mental, just negativities in my life. And um, so I had two EDs growing up. I had anorexia and I had overeating. So binge eating. And I tell women all the time, um, you can be a size two or a size 22, and it does not matter what size you are. We all have body image issues. We all have something that we nitpick about our bodies about. And I literally went from one end of the spectrum to the other. And by the time I was uh, 26, I was 300 pounds. And the doctor told me I was going to die if I didn't lose weight. And at the time I had a two-year-old. And I was like, wow, I want to live to see him grow older. So I guess I'll lose the weight. I ended up losing 105 pounds in 13 months, but I didn't change my mindset. I didn't change those behaviors. I didn't change those patterns. I didn't change those limiting beliefs that I had had since I was a child that have now steamrolled into my adulthood. And I just yo-yoed right back. And I, I didn't gain all of the weight back, but I gained a big chunk of it. And then I would lose some, and then I would gain some, and then I would lose some, and then I would gain some. That's that yo-yo effect. If we're not changing those limiting beliefs and those behaviors and those habits, we are going to continue to yo-yo and yo-yo and yo-yo. And it wasn't until probably about five or six years later that I literally had hit rock bottom. And we'll talk about that rock bottom story. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit later. <laughs> awesome. So, you know, hitting rock bottom and realizing that something needed to change. And, you know, I really, as a, as a people pleaser, as a, as a doormat, you know, I valued my worth on what other people thought of me. And if they treated me like crap, I thought it was crap because that's all I thought I was worth of. That's what I thought I was worthy of. And I've been a caregiver and I've taken care of so many people my entire life. I've just given, given, given. And I'm a lover. I'm a lover of people. That's always my innate nature. I love to love people. I love to give love people. I love to show love people, show love to people, but I never learn how to love myself. And that's so amazing. That's amazing. You know, I don't need to ask you what makes you invincible. I think you just described it. Oh my gosh. So let's talk a little bit about this yo-yo thing. So you mentioned, you know, you, you lost 105 pounds, like, mm -hmm. wow, first of all, what mm -hmm. I can't even imagine. Um, and so I know you said like, because you hadn't really seen yourself, like your body image hadn't changed with your weight. So it seems that in this, you know, body image and, and self-love place that that seems to be a pattern. So um, would you say, was, is it safe to say that um, it's more important how you see yourself than it is actually the whole dieting or weight loss itself? Uh, do they go together or it does one stop the other one? Like, what do you, what do you think about that? Most definitely. If you, I tell people you can diet, you can have the best diet, you can have the best exercise, the best nutrition, all that stuff, but nothing is going to fit and nothing is going to change and nothing is going to be sustainable in the long run until you change up here, your mindset. Mm 
until you change here. You change those limiting beliefs, those behaviors, those habits, those stories that we have taken on from our environment, from the people around us, from siblings, from teachers, from parents. You know, half of the behaviors that we have now, that we have as adults, aren't even ours. I learned that from NLP training when I had a realization. I did, had done an exercise in one of, the, one of the trainings and I realized that the a behavior that I had been doing my entire life this far was not even mine. And it was just wow. completely eye-opening. So it's, it's, it's really the mindset. You, you have to be in the right mindset. Um, you change those habits, change those beliefs, change those stories that'll be, that's long-term sustainable, not any diet out there, shakes, powders, you know, all of them. There's so many out there that promise you these things and they're empty promises. You know, if you just change your mindset, you eat right, you stay, you know, relatively, you know, exercise can be anything. I mean, getting up and walking is, is exercise. You don't have to break up a sweat. Um, you don't have to like burn a thousand calories. It's just any, if you're just keeping yourself active. So those, those three components, I mean, but you have to change your mindset first. Got it. Got it. Okay. So I know you have some tips on how to love your body. Let's talk about that a little bit now. (laughs) <laughs> so how to love your body. There's so many things that you can do. Um, three little things. Um, and I do, a, I do a talk called making the mirror your friend. People love that. It's because uh, um, that's a hard thing for us is to look in the mirror, to look at ourselves in pictures, to look at ourselves on video. Um, that's really a hard thing to do. So making the mirror your friend. So that's the lens that you, where you, was what you see yourself as. So what I tell women to do is, is the one pivotal, huge thing is, is saying, I love you to yourself. How many times a day do we say, I love you to everybody else? All the time. We're constantly saying, I love you to everybody else. Why can't we say it to ourselves? Why is it so hard for us to say, I love you? So an exercise that people can do And you can do this every morning. You can do this at night. You can do this whenever you want to. Anytime you're in front of the mirror, tell yourself, I love you. You know, make a heart to heart connection with yourself. Make you your best, your own best friend. You know, half of the things that we say to ourselves, you would never say to your best friend, would you? No, you wouldn't. So what gives you the right to say that to yourself? So saying simple three words, I love you in the mirror you can say it every day. You can say it multiple times a day. Just say it and, and see where it resonates with you. I mean, are you getting emotional? Does it seem silly? Does it seem like, no, you don't want to do this. You can't look at yourself in the eyes. Um, but you can certainly look at yourself in the mirror and put on makeup. So what's the difference here? <laughs> There's really no difference. So looking at yourself and saying, I love you. You know, I love you. I love you. It gets easier and easier and easier. Um, some people, um, you know, get emotional when they're doing it. Some people get angry when they're doing it. Some people, you know, it, it sits in their stomach somewhere, you know, in their stomach somewhere and, um, it makes them feel uncomfortable and it gets easier. The more you do it, the easier it gets. Um, so really, you know, having that, that, that 
that heart to heart with yourself. And that's another, that's another tip too, too. So there's two tips in one. It's like saying yourself, saying, I love you to yourself and having a heart to heart with yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror and talking to yourself, having a conversation. You know, we have a conversation with ourselves all the time. I don't know how many times people talk to themselves. I see them talking to themselves. So why not do it in the mirror? Why not actually look at a person and do it in the mirror? <laughs> Especially now, right? When we're not, we haven't really seen a lot of people over the last couple of months. Like you really want to make friends with yourself at this right. point. You do, yeah. you do. And, yeah. and then, you know, another thing you could do is just really, you know, taking time set out and, and, you know, really close your eyes and think about like, like I said, your best friend, like making yourself your best friend and really thinking about the compassion that you have and the love that you have for everybody else around you. Bring that love in and bring it into yourself and show yourself how much you love yourself. And it could be simple things. You could, um, I don't, you know, I mean, with everything that's closed nowadays, I'm not quite sure, but you know, I would suggest a Manny Petty, you know, I would suggest going out like right now. Um, I've suggested this a few times is as get, getting dressed up, doing your hair and however, whatever makes you feel beautiful, put on a gorgeous outfit and just go to the store, go grocery shopping, see how it makes you feel. You know, I, I mean, go in stilettos, go in a big hat, go in a fancy dress. I mean, do it. I mean, it'll just make you feel so much better. That so, sounds like so much fun. It, Can you it imagine? Is, yes. <laughs> if you have to stand in line for 45 minutes to check out, right? You, you might, might as, as well, well look, look good. good. <laughs> right. I love it. Okay. So say, I love you to yourself. Mm -hmm. Make you know, friends with the mirror. Make yourself with the mirror. Make friends with your mirror and do something for yourself. You know, do any kind of self-care. I mean, any, anything, you know, I love to go out and just touch the grass in my toes and wear bare feet and just walk in the grass and just, you know, enjoy the, the grass under my feet. I mean, it's, I'm taking care of myself. I'm grounding. I'm earthing is what they call it is earthing when you're really connecting with the earth and really connecting, um, you know, or meditating is another good thing to do yourself. So any kind of just like little self-care things that you can just do to really focus on you. You know, I have some people take timeouts, like they're like, okay, I got to take a timeout. I'm going to go and sit in a dark room or sit in the bathroom or wherever it is. And just like, just block off everything and just, you know, be with yourself. So just really be with ourselves. There's nothing, I mean, we, we're, the, we're our own best friend. We're the only person, we are the most important person in our lives. So why not take care of ourselves? Why not love That's ourselves? Awesome. Why not tell ourselves, I love you? That's awesome. You're right too. We do say it to other people all day long, right? I right. know. I have but kids I, <laughs> I know. It's, it's an all day long thing. Okay. Awesome. So let's, um, let's do this. Let's tell our listeners where they can find you. Um, you can find me and I'm pretty much on all the social platforms, uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. Um, my website is LizaLomax.com. You can find me on, uh, Facebook under Liza Lomax. I also have my business page. That's uh, Liza, uh, love your body coaching. Um, I also have a Facebook group page out there for women that just, it's, a, it's for self-love, self-compassion. I post a lot of content in there. Um, it's open to anybody. Anybody's welcome to join. Um, it's a beautiful group. A lot of the content that I put in there, I, 
I use on my own clients. So you're getting a lot of free stuff in there. Awesome. That's fabulous. Okay. We're going to shift. So I know you're ready to turn and shift with me. So on the She's Invincible podcast, we love to talk about the journey, you know, as you mentioned about women and how they, you know, they're comparing themselves. And that's really what our podcast is all about is that we want to encourage women who are running for their dreams uh, that there are going to be disappointments. There's going to be, we fail our way all the way to success, right? By the time we get to that successful moment, we have bet, we have really mastered failing. And, but the problem is that women see us on the mountaintop. They see us successful with high self-esteem and you know, all time high self-confidence and they never see our journey. And I mean, you've got a journey, golly, you lost 105 pounds. Oh my gosh, right? And so no one is going to look at you today and think, oh, she used to weigh 105 pounds more than she does right now, right? (laughs) Right. And so when you try to tell them, maybe somebody who you're trying to encourage to lose weight or get healthy so they can live a longer, you know, more promising life, uh, you know, they, they don't look at you and think, oh, you know what you're talking about because you used to look Mm -hmm. like this too, right? Mm -hmm. So we want to let them in. And so on our podcast, what we do is we like to share a little bit of that journey. And right now we're going to start with the good. So we believe in every journey, there's a good, a bad, and an ugly. And what I would love to do right now is share with our listeners one of your good stories or times that you want to share with us that you have had so far on your journey. Oh, there, there is a lot of good. I mean, there's a lot of good stories. Um, you know, the one that comes to mind is, um, like I said, you know, I do a talk called making the mirror your friend. And that's a big thing for me is the mirror myself. And, um, you know, I went through a long period of my life suffering from body dysmorphia. So I would look in the mirror and I would see a monster. I wouldn't see what I'm seeing now. And the first when I was going through my transformation and going through my journey, um, the first time I saw myself in the mirror and I actually looked in the mirror, I didn't believe it was me. I was like, who is this person in the mirror? That's not me. Who is this person? This isn't. And somebody was actually standing next, sitting next to me and they had to convince me. I don't know how they did, but I eventually believed or They're like, well, that's you. And I'm like, no, that's not me. Who is that? Who's that? That's not me. Um, to actually I, I mean, it was like, that's me. Wow. Okay. Wow. This is like amazing that I'm able to like see this reflection and I don't see that monster anymore. I don't see that, that the, the person that I once would see in the mirror, the person that I would literally, I would punch the mirror because I hated the reflection. And when I was able to see myself for the first time, my true self, it was the most beautiful thing to me ever. And now when I look at myself in a reflection, I'm totally like, I'm going to pat myself on the back because of how far I have come, you know, from seeing that monster to now seeing this beauty, you know, they say beauty and the beast. That was me. I was, I was the beast and I turned into a beauty, you know, after releasing all that head, head trash. That is amazing. That is, that is, Mm -hmm. I can't even imagine I would love to hear more about that sometime. I can't even imagine like how you process that and how you actually come to grips with that and how you move forward from that. So hats off to you. That is, that is amazing. Okay. So now we have to talk about the bad, the bad, the bad. (laughs) 
Not the ugly. Okay. The Not bad. The, ugly, the bad. The bad. You know, tell there's something bad. Tell us something bad. You know, there's there's lots of things um, that you know. We, I mean, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. We go through a lot of different experiences, and um, one of the bad things probably was. And for the longest time, I really thought that this was bad. And I really thought that I was going to go to hell. Um, I, at a very young age, I had gotten pregnant and um, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to turn. I couldn't, you know, I was, I was, I was 18. I was like, I, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't, this is my whole life. I can't, I, you know, I have my whole life ahead of me. I, I can't have a child right now. Um, I had made the decision to have an abortion and that was my choice. That was my decision. And that's what I thought that I could make at that time. And I ended up doing that. And again, I, you know, like I said, in my story, I was raised in a very Christian household and you know, that was the decision I had to make for myself. And about a year after that happened, um, I really just went into a very depressed, very anxiety ridden state because I was like, how dare I do this? How could I have done this? I'm a horrible person. I'm going to go to hell. You know, there's all these things were just like, you know, just pushing me down and down and down. Like, how could I do this? How could I have done this? And I had support in my life at the time that kind of got me out of that, 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 but it was like, I, I saw myself as a bad person, as an, as an evil person, like, how could I have done this? And having people in my life at the time help bring me up and help raise me out of, of this depression, um, I mean, after that I did, you know, I did have, I should have been clinically, you know, uh, clinically depressed. I I was really, I should have been, you know, on some sort of medication, but I never was. And I was depressed and had a lot of anxiety for a long time, long period of my life. But during this moment in my life, it was like, you know, having, you know, having these, these, um, these, you know, the, because of my beliefs, my belief system growing up. And, and then this thing that I did was just the most, was, was bad. It was, it was a really awful thing that I should, that I should have never done. And I don't regret it. It was, it was a decision I made. It was something that I made. It was, it was something that, you know, for me at the time was, was what the best decision for myself going forward. And the, people are faced with hard decisions every day. Right. right? And the right. best you can do, like you, you know, you, it's just that you do what you can. Like you mm-hmm. don't know. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't know. And you just, you have to decide what you're going to do and how you're going to handle it. And we learn from those things. Right. So mm-hmm. they don't actually define you, but they surely teach you. Right. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's something. So, so would you say it was that um, group of friends that you had that supported you that were really ultimately the people that helped you to get through that time and get back on track to the yeah, journey? It was, it was a couple friends and it was one person in my life that was like a mom figure to me at the time and really took me under her wing and really told, you know, said, you know, everything's going to be okay. Everything's fine. We make decisions, hard decisions are all our lives. And, you know, if I would have had somebody in my life at that time, she's telling me, you know, when I went through X, Y, and Z, I don't know what I would have done. So I knew that I, she was like, she had to repay 
be the, the, the pay it forward person. And, um, you know, I always try to do that myself is be that pay it forward person that if there's somebody that's really in a dark time or in a bad place, um, to be there for them and just to be there and support them and love them. And I, I agree. And I believe as humans, we're called to do that. We, I think that we are called to do that. We're called to love people where they are. It's not our place to judge them. It's our place to love them through yes. whatever it is that, that they're going through at that time. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, now we're going for ugly girl. Ugly. <laughs> yeah, but thank you for sharing. But thank you, really, thank you from my heart for sharing that because there are many, many women in the world today who have most likely made those same decisions that you have in the past. And you just gave them permission and courage to face mm-hmm. it and to get on with their life. Mm-hmm. And And I appreciate that. And I know they will too. Thank you. Thank you for letting me share. Let's go ugly girl. Oh, ugly. (laughs) Um, So ugly. Yes. So like I said before, you know, on my story, that would be more, more telling of my story. So um, after I lost 105 pounds, I did, I continued to yo-yo over and over and over again. And because I had the uh, eating disorder mindset, you know, I had those, it was, it's still, you know, I always believe that no matter what we go through, whether it's alcohol or drugs or eating disorders, we're always going to be in some sort of recovery. We're always going to be in recovery for it. And we can always have pitfalls and stumbles and we can always go backwards, you know, if we choose and, you know, we make decisions our every day of our life, we make a choice And, um, you know, I, I, I continue to yo-yo and I would do things to my body. Nobody should ever do to themselves. I would eat and eat and eat and I would take laxatives and I would eat and eat and eat and I would take laxatives. You know, I was addicted to diet pills. I was addicted to every single, you open up any magazine that had a diet in there, a diet pill, a diet fad, a diet shake. I've taken them all. I've done, I did them all. I did the hydroxy cuts. I did the, the ones that you can't even pronounce. Um, you know, I'd see this, this woman in the magazine. I'd be like, Oh, I have to be like her. I want to be like her. So I'm going to take these pills. So I was addicted to diet pills. I was a heavy drinker. I drank and drank and drank and drank. And I would put myself in situations where I should have been killed. I should have been had, I mean, situations that, nobody should ever put themselves into did things to my body. Nobody should ever do them themselves. And, you know, I literally hated myself. I hated the mirror. Like I, like I said before, I would punch the mirror. There were so many ugly moments in my life that I, that during that time that I, I just did not, I didn't, I didn't give a care. I didn't care at all about myself, about my body and, you know, literally hitting rock bottom. And, you know, um, you know, I was sexually assaulted as as well, you know, and, you know, that all those things that all those things that I, that, that, you know, that I have been doing to myself or situations I put myself into all made me hit rock bottom. And it wasn't until then that I started making changes in my life and started realizing that, and I needed to love myself in order to take care of myself in order to take care of everything around me. I had to love myself. So, you know, yeah, it, it's, it, those, 
those, those, I, I, I don't believe in diet fads, diet pills, diet powders, any of that stuff. It's like, those are, those aren't long-term sustainable. Um, it's not long, for long-term sustainable lifestyle. It's, it's, it's a quick fix. And I know everybody out there wants a quick fix, but those things do so many bad things to your body. And I've, I've had years of trying to recover the damage I did to my body on the inside. I mean, I did a lot of damage to my body on the inside and I've had to do a lot of like taking supplements and taking care of myself and, and focusing on gut health and, and doing things that I could do to help repair a lot of that damage that I did to myself from the, the from the, the diet drugs and the, the drinking. Wow. So when you mm. say you hit rock bottom, so, so how did you, what was, let's say somebody was there right now that, that someone's here listening to our podcast today and she is like, that's it. I, I'm at rock bottom. What would you say the first thing they need to do? The first thing they need to do is look at themselves in the mirror and take a hard, long look at themselves and, and, and really have a come to Jesus moment with themselves. And that's what happened. I really, whether you believe in God, higher source, higher power, I really felt like God was telling me that I needed to change. And if I don't change, I will not be here any longer. I will not be in this world any longer. I will not have this life. I will not have this body. I will not be here. So I knew that I had to change because that, that the voice was so like pounding loud in my head. I've never heard a louder voice ever before. Mm. And whatever you want to believe in, I just, it's, you know, listen to the, listen to that voice that's telling you, you need to change. Listen to that voice that's telling you, you know, you need to take care of yourself. And then the second thing, what would be the second thing that someone would do? Um, make sure that the people in your life are going to support you. Make sure you have loving people in your life. The worst thing that you can have is toxicity in your life. And that, ha that could be family members, that can be friends, that can be anywhere, anybody. I had so much toxicity in my life and I, I had so many people that um, I had in my life that just brought me down. And so having the, and you'll know those people, you, you, we know those people, we just choose not to believe that, you know, I had to divorce many family members in my life because they weren't supportive of me and they weren't supportive of who I am and they didn't love me for who I am. And so finding those people and they're around, you just have to just have your, you just have to open your eyes. And then call Liza Lomax, And right? then call me. <laughs> That's number three. That's number three. You need number to call three. me. <laughs> so look in the mirror. I love this though. Just think about this. So first look in the mirror, right? Come mm -hmm. to grips with yourself mm -hmm. and then look around you. Mm -hmm. Who are you surrounded by and who, who do you need to make, you know, choose uh to yeah. delete maybe or or separate from in your life yeah and then call an expert for help right. i love that mm -hmm. that is absolutely perfect and oh my gosh so mm -hmm. if someone's listening right now they know exactly what to do right and it yep. comes right here from the renaissance goddess herself <laughs> <Liza> <laughs> Lumax. thank you so much 
for being <laughs> here today. It has been such a joy to talk to you and to have you share your story with our listeners. And it is what makes you invincible. And I don't know where you are in the world today. And I don't know where you are in your life or your business. And if you're face down on the ground, get back up, girl, get back up. You can do it. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.